Okay, so let's see, ready? <laughs> let, me, let me do my lyric and then we can jump into the intro. Ready? Okay, I don't know if I've done this song before. I've definitely told a story about this song before, so here we go. Yo, tell me, fellas, have a senior. It was about five I already minutes know, ago. I already know. What is it? It's like Chris Brown. Yeah, what is it? It's like, excuse when, me, miss. Yeah, when I seen the hottest chick that, that I'm young and never seen before, I said, yo. Tell the girls, I want to meet her. <laughs> That's it, going to be like, yo, my nigga trying to talk to you. It was about five seconds to go. Uh, no, no, no. When I see how to drink that, yeah, you've never, never seen before. before. I, I say, yo. Yeah. Like, no, you, know, you, you missed some lines, but whatever. Okay, whatever. It's all good. Wait, wait, um, so can I tell you, there's a girl that I, like, picked up using that song. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, 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 wait. So I was at um this club that I won't name because we're not giving out Can we do our intro free first? endorsements. Oh uh, well, no, we gotta go straight to the story. Okay. Ooh, okay. Um, since we already talked about it. So me and this shorty, nigga, this nigga is drinking his drink out of a hair gel. No, nah, this is Talenti, nigga. Oh, I, was, I thought that was like some eco styler gel, nigga. That ain't in his top bracket. You know, I was real confused. Talenti is that that's like rich nigga ice cream. Hell you know yeah. But no, so like I saw this shorty and like we introduced myself to each other because she was like with a mutual friend. And like I looked at her and the song came on and I was like, yo, you gotta sing this song to me right now. And I looked at it right now and I was dead ass. And she was just like, okay, she started singing a song and we were just like, like dancing together. And the, the that's how you was dancing? The rest of the night was it, you know what I'm saying? Anyway. Okay, you weren't, okay, I was, when we were talking earlier, I was thinking about, like, you know, those late night radio hosts, right? So that's how we're going to bring in this episode. Yeah, hell yeah. You, you were back with the trouble. The pre- what is it? Damn. <laughs> I'm thinking of. That's what the okay, trouble room was. Let's room. tie it to you, Because they, they got the sweat hotel. The trouble room. <laughs> okay, let's see. You started off with your in. All right, yo. So you're back one more time with the trouble room. It's looking for trouble. <laughs> it's your boy. They call me Samurai Black. You know what I'm saying? We in for a long night. I thought your name was Scotty Suhati tonight. Hey, it changes every day. But you know what the concept is? I'm always Gianni Tsunami. You know why? Because I get them bitches wet. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> mm, I can't even... Anyway, uh, back to normal spastic ass Gianni. Yo, Siri went off, nigga. Oh shit! Um, mm-hmm. back to normal spastic Gianni. You feel me? Is looking for trouble. Um, Samurai Black, aka Scotty Suhadi, aka Gianni Tsunami, aka Sasuke. Ha ha! That's my Naruto fans. Ha ha! That's my new one for the day. <laughs> mm. uh, and then we got. It's just Mario, aka tonight I'm DJ Gur, Nick Gur. I love that name Gurr. so much. Um, what album are we doing today? Um, we are doing Jesus is King. I feel like though before. We jump into this album for context of where, because I feel like what I feel like it's important for us to talk about like what our religious backgrounds is or where we are with like our faith, because I feel like that kind of gives most people who had comments on this a decent amount had like viewed it through like the lens of like their religion or their faith, which is also a theme of this album. So I told my story about. When I started questioning my religion and how, you know, I'm trying to figure that shit out, but you grew up, uh, weren't you like a Mormon or something? Mormon. <laughs> Don't disrespect me, nigga. Don't. Are there black Mormons? Me. Is that a thing? 
I mean, the Mormon church didn't believe in black people until the 70s. So. For real. Yes. <laughs> but no, so... So what they're doing, they see like a nigga pull up. It's just, he look dirty. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I know a couple niggas who was dirty, but like... Uh, come on. <laughs> I know a couple niggas who high maintenance. Okay. But no, so my experience growing up, I grew up in a very... Have we talked about this? Briefly, the last in a, episode. in a very... Very southern black Baptist church. The name of my church was Zion Travelers Missionary Baptist Church. That should sound like you're about to ask me for 20% time. <laughs> Bro, that's how you know it's some nigga shit. Um, my family is very, very Christian. My, I have family that my like uncles are like um, pastors, reverends, families, deacons. My grandma is like a mother now. Like This thing is shit. a church church. Nigga. Zero to 18, I was in church three times a week at least. Bible study on Wednesdays, service on Saturdays, Sunday from eight thirty to two. Like I was at church. Every other day he was smashing in the, the backseat of his car. Baptist training union, vacation Bible <laughs> school, stay away camp, all this shit. I was in church, nigga, all the fucking time. One time at Bible camp. No, I fucked. I fucking hated the stay away camp. It was like bugs and shit. That like that low key is the reason why I hate the outdoors. Because we went to this random fucking like retreat space. Is I use loosely retreat space. In the middle of nowhere, fucking Missouri. <clears throat> the only running water was in the fucking church. So we were in like these. What year bumps. was this? This was I couldn't even tell you, bro. I don't even know. You know what? You I know what? I'm, away from my you know what year this sound like in my head? Sixteen nineteen. That's that, what you're describing right now. That's what this shit felt like. Man. Did you see? Did you see like a noose just hanging from a random tree? Bro, damn near. <laughs> damn near. But and that's like, just me thinking. This. In my mind, every tree in the south has at least one noose. So. I had a noose. I was hanging from it. Nigga, shit, <laughs> bro. Any, so, needless to say, I grew up very, very, very indoctrinated into the Christian faith. And I use that word intentionally. Uh-huh. Um, so when I turned 18, I kind of was just like, nah, fuck all that shit. Like, I'm, fuck all that. I didn't, I was always a kid that like questioned faith. I was never, in, in general, I was never one to sit, sit down and be like, oh, this is why. And but not give me a real reason why. Like, I needed, I always asked, like, what's going on? So, like, when I was in church, I was like, how they had dinosaurs, but Adam and Eve came first? Like, I was just like, ask questions like that, like, simple shit. For sure, for And nobody sure. could ever give me any answers. Uh, and it was just like, I was forced into doing shit that I didn't enjoy doing. I feel like that's the most people are going to religion, especially in a black church. At least from the Jamaican experience, anyway. But that is a good, a good point in saying that, like, the only thing that I enjoyed about church... Was the music. Was music. Oh, for sure. That was the only thing I enjoyed about church. I would fall asleep, but every single part, as soon as that choir got up, I'm up. Oh, yeah, no, as soon as the choir, <laughs> when I, my mom stopped bringing me to church, because as soon as the choir is done, I am passed the fuck out. They start to be up at like 8 a.m. and stay up till, nah, once the choir is done, I am piecing out. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, so, <clears throat> that's kind of like a good backstory about our relationship with faith in the space. Shelby, are you, talk- you going to be talking at all? That's what I figured. Shelby um, don't fuck with Kanye. She's one of the people that likes to cancel people. You know how we feel about cancel culture on this. On this oh podcast. my gosh. <clears throat> the one positive thing I'll say from that about Kanye is uh, when he was like, I thought I was canceled. That's some gangsta shit. Mm-hmm. He was like, I thought I was. Didn't Daniel Caesar do a similar shit or something like that? He's like, he, he, he's a well, great nap. He, he didn't do enough numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Daniel Caesar, I listened to that nigga's whole album. I, I still play that nigga's album every day. 
every dance I play. Frank Ocean been on the repeat because I gotta get my stats back. No, that's fake, bro. That's fake. That's fake as hell. I gotta get my stats back. This nigga talked all the shit about Daniel Caesar about how we we talked about how Frank the first Daniel Caesar and on his Spotify records he's listening to Daniel Caesar more this year than Frank Ocean. Yeah, that's because Frank hasn't released like new stuff. And now he's trying to be on some fake shit. He only released two. I thought you were you talking shit about DHL. I didn't love DHL. Didn't love DHL, but I did like uh, the last one. Mm. New Frank Ocean song. Oh, I didn't like the newest Frank Ocean. Um, but anyway, we're not DHL talking about Frank. Or the other one. Whatever the newest one is. We're not talking about Frank Ocean right now, anyway. Um, um, yeah. So we have like taken a long time to start talking about this album. Jesus is King by Kanye West is the album that we're discussing. I'm not just say right off the bat in terms of like all my rankings of every Kanye album. This one's at the bottom for me. Word? Um, in terms of like all the you albums. You like Yay better than this? Oh yeah, and I'll get there. In terms of like all the albums we've reviewed so far, this is like me jumping the gun right now. But it's showing how passionate I feel about this. This I'm putting this at the bottom of my list of albums we've reviewed. You, that's why even my little Bryson Tiller. And I even listened to that album. <laughs> me and you are going to have vastly different opinions about this podcast. Anyone who knows me knows my affinity for Kanye West. So, like, the things I'm about to say. <laughs> oh, God. Praise Jesus. Um, forgive me for I'm about to sin right now. Um, but I guess for me, the overall feeling I had with a lot of these tracks is, like, they start out. So, like, part of it, I guess, is my expectation, right? Going in when I hear Kanye gospel, plus with what I saw from Sunday service, I was expecting more of like that Jesus walks kind of like, it's gospel, but it's gospel for the modern age, right? Which we kind of got for this, but like a lot of the tracks, like, I liked Every Hour, I like Sela, or Se- how do you Sela. say Sela. Um, so many tracks, they started out, they had like great potential, but then they kind of let me down. Like, for example... On God started out with that, that guitar, whatever. You didn't like, like On God? Listen, this shit started out with that inspired guitar track. Oh, right? no! Listen, and then this nigga says, you've probably seen tweets about this. What do you say? No, no, not On God. Which one? Oh, Close on Sunday. That's something else. Okay. No, Close okay. on Sunday. I'm about so to say, nigga, not great, On God. Great guitar track, right? Then he's like, what do you say? What is it? What do you say? Oh, Close on Sunday. You're my Chick-fil-A. Okay. Number one with the lemonade. lemonade yeah. That's the one part of the album that I didn't like. The first half of Clothes on Sunday, he could have left that. No more selfies. What did he say? No more selfies. Close the ground. But it's just the first half. Because once he gets the <laughs> second half, then it starts getting fired up. Like, once he, get, when he gets into this verse, you know what I'm saying? <sighs> That's when it starts getting fired. You just got to get up the chorus of that. Just I think delete that. this album would have been better if Connie was not it. Bro. I don't even know how we My thoughts on this? That. How are we going to get this episode? <laughs> My thoughts on this is like... This was supposed to be a gospel album. I don't think it was a gospel album so much more as like this album wasn't for us. It was more of like Kanye reconciling with his no, faith. No, literally over. I talked about this. Uh, the album was about. No, but you're not getting what I'm saying. Like oh, the album seems more of like a self reflection and Kanye discussing his relationship with God <laughs> versus a gospel album. Right? To me, like think about like my favorite gospel albums is singing about how. Great, you know, God, Jesus, whatever it is. You don't listen to the lyrics, so, so you can't talk no, about No, no, I definitely listen to the lyrics. Nah, you don't. Bro. Close on Sunday, no. you got Chick fil A. They just canceled anything. Okay, this just that song. This yeah, just that listen, song. This yeah, the one song. Any strike, bar you give me, I'm going to follow up with that. It cancels it out. Bro. 
you, bro, no, no. You know, there were songs in here. I was like, literally. The lyrics I, I, was, I was like, yo, a youth church, a youth choir will go fucking hard with this song. Let me tell like, like I said, like. No, if, bro. No, no. I no, like. No, no. I like the gospel choir and the stuff. I wish they would utilize them more. Like I said, maybe it's just like my expectations are expecting some of that like what song was it on Life of Pablo that they had like the church where they had like the it was like start out with like the video. Like yeah, I was expecting more like that shit, more like the Jesus was. Is this, from, was this not Ultra Light Beam to you? Wait, let me let me finish. From what I saw from Sunday service, I was expecting it's more of that. But like, like I said, that wasn't his song. there are some songs on here that I enjoy. Like every hour, probably gonna put on a couple of playlists. You thought this was worse than the um, Bryson Tiller? I'm God, gonna put on a couple of playlists. But like, you thought this was worse than the Bryson Tiller, bro? I'm not saying it's worse. I'm just ranking it below. Like, oh, no. if he's ranking this way, when he here's my number rating, he's about to have a heart palpitation. So. Bro, okay, so <laughs> fuck you. First off, Let's, I'm gonna start there. We're going to start there. Okay, let's hear it. I, my thoughts about this, just general over overarching themes, I feel like this album is going to age like Yeezus. I'm, I'm hoping so. When Yeezus dropped, everyone except Gianni, because I bought the album on like, CD and I played that bitch every day. Everyone was just like, this is trash. How do you call himself God? All this garbage, blah, blah, blah. And then like three, four years later, niggas were like, ooh. And now, what is it? Six years later? Niggas are like, yo, Yeezus is one of Kanye's best albums. I'm hoping like, this ages. A lot of people say that. I I'm, think ho- I'm hoping this ages well. This is going to age fantastically. I think hip-hop and music in general is going to move more towards the gospel um, roots, I think. So, like, okay, and here's my... my that hasn't thought. been already? No, not like, not like a full album of gospel from... Chance the Rapper has entered the chat. That nigga... <laughs> Chance the Rapper is garbage, so we're going to put It's not about, like, whether they're going to, like... Also, his Kanye, album is Hot Shower is a gospel song, nigga. But his... The, but uh, Colorbook. Gospel, Colorbook wasn't a gospel album either. No, there was a gospel Colorbook? influence He, he on said, one, said, one more the label trying to stop me. It's going to be some dreadhead niggas in your lobby. That's a gospel song. You never seen dreadhead niggas at church? Nigga! No, it's not what the fuck he's talking about, You never seen dreadhead niggas at church? That is not what the fuck he's talking about. You never seen dreadhead niggas at church? He smoke break on the album, nigga. Niggas Niggas don't be smoking in church? Niggas not a gospel fucking album, nigga. I'm not gonna play Answer with you. Answer my question. I'm not gonna play with you. In Answer my church, question. no. Not niggas, in church. Niggas don't be smoking before church, after church, nope. during church. I don't know the niggas you involved with, not the niggas be around me. Nah, niggas be smoking in church. Nah, maybe it's y'all Jamaican, nigga. Nah, this is American church, so. I went to one of those, like, what do you call those, like, big ass churches? Like, Joe Mega Austin, church? Right? Yeah, that's your fault, but we're in a mega church, yeah, nigga. Yeah, see. Nah. A black American took me there. I was like, this shit is weird yeah, to me. Yeah, niggas stupid too. Um, so. And here's my, my thought path. Well, I think it's going to age like users in general, but when Ray Charles came along, he took gospel music and made it secular. And that was a big controversy, but it ended up being like fire and he made it work. What's your point on Kanye's not trying to be secular? Well, no, so, so I'm saying what Kanye's doing is like taking a more secular vibe and making it gospel, which is like the inverse of what Ray Charles did. And I think this is going to... In the next few years, this is going to shift. What makes an album gospel? I feel like we need to define that. Then. What is a gospel? And that depends on the type of gospel you're talking about. Because Christian music and gospel are two very different things. Yeah. Put that out there right now. Because Kirk Frank- um, Franklin be out here wild. That's gospel. <laughs> Kirk Franklin is gospel. Fred Hammond, who's on the album, gospel. Okay. Fucking, um, why am I blanking on all my gospel artists? Ty Tribbett, gospel. Like, I, why am I blanking? I grew up listening to all these niggas. 
like Mary Mary. That's kind of like borderline Christian music, mm-hmm. but still sometimes gospel. It's the themes that they're talking about and kind of like how they say certain things. Um, and what themes are they talking about that makes it a gospel album? When it, it's just like, again, it's talking about God, obviously. Okay. Talking about so just God, talking about talking, God talking about what God has done for you. Okay. Talking about what God can do for others. Okay. And then it's coming from a soulful, very like instinctual place. Like when you hear gospel music, you get chills. I get chills. Like if I, I mean, got chills while listening to this album. Yes. As opposed to like if I hear like Christian music, I'll be like, oh, like I hear you you're praising God, but like that's just boring. Interesting. Does that make sense? So like, gospel, I, I agree. Gospel music gives me chills. Where I'm like, damn, I'm about to go to church tomorrow. I didn't get that from this. Um, shit, you know what's funny? I went to church. <laughs> I went to church last week. Because of Kanye. I don't know if it's because of Kanye, but it's interesting timing mm. that you found Gianni Cook. I'm gonna say my full government ass name. Okay, actually, actually, we have numbers in my full. Work that out. I feel like anyone that following on social media can work. Just say Gianni, you know what I'm saying? Add a tsunami in there. Tsunami? I'm mean, bullshit. Um, I went to fucking church last week. And Interesting. I didn't go to church. I, I heard they'd be having baddies up in there. Bro. But they'd be trying to get married, though. I'm not trying to get married. There was some baddies in church, bro. Church baddies, they'd be. <laughs> hey, they were looking good. Hey, you remember them church you? jams, you know. The I'm girl, in church clapping. I'm just like, my hands, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the girl I made the trailer with, I went to church with her. And they this thing ain't going to church? Oh, nigga, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. This nigga go to church just with some cheeks. Damn. Hey, I think we need to some cheeks. <laughs> what did Kendra Lamar say? I wish I would go to church with some yams. And then not get some yams? Damn. No, no, so I don't, I'm not going to say it's because of the album. What if you go to church for some yams and that's the day the pastor decides to talk about premarital sex? <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> now, now you're sitting like, fuck, shut the fuck up, nigga, damn. Like, damn, you get these cheeks first. Get that sermon off next week. <laughs> that's when you got to raise your hand and be like, but pastor, I heard you and sister Shirley wow. was in the, what do they call the confessional. Wait, <laughs> I'm glad that you bring that up because that's one of my one of my topics I want to talk about mm-hmm. is hypocrisy in the church, especially. Like oh shit! I got hypocrisy right here. You do too for the church and for Kanye though. So, so there are two songs he that he talked about: "Follow God" and "Hands On." And "Follow God," he's talking about it ain't Christ like when nobody tell tell you when you're being like Christ. And then uh, "Hands On," he was saying like, um, was it "Hands On"? I think the whole fucking song hands on. It was like, don't oh, don't throw me up. Lay your hands on me. Uh, just both like going back to the theme of like you're supposed to be loving. Wait, can we like pause this yeah, for a second? Yeah, and like, one I forgot. I should have added this to the top of my notes. But one thing that helped with my listening of this album and looking at Kanye as a whole, he had this interview with like Dave Lowe, Zane Lowe, whatever Zane Lowe, and. If you go to church, I'm sure you know, like, the story of, like, King Nebuchadnezzar or whatever. Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. And, like... Clearly, he, I was in the church. <laughs> you know, um, he referenced... You know the story about... Tell the people the story for people who didn't you go to church. It. You got it. I'm, I'm not going to be the, the resident Bible. Okay. Long today. story short, this guy was a king. He was, like, just, like, kind of, like, full of himself. I'm going to put this in parallel with Kanye, right? He was, like, king or whatever... Then one day, I guess, one of his, like, little servants or whatever had, like, a... Some shit. Someone had a vision. 
they got this kid to like come in and interpret the vision. The kid was like, yo, God said, if you don't chill, he's going to come smite you. The king was like, nah, fuck all that shit. A year later... You know I mean, king said that? <laughs> a year later, came down, whatever, he got smited, turned into like a beast or whatever. A couple while later, he got reverted back to like being his kingship, but then now he's like all about God. And as a result of that, he was more successful than he was before. That's a niggerized version of what that is. And Kanye feels that, like, in a sense, that's him, right? Like, at some point, Kanye was, like, the top of the top. Like, no one can say shit to him, right? But then at some point, either that's when he ended up in the hospital or, like, the Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift situation. That was his version of, like, being smited and just, like, and this is him, like, coming back, giving himself back to God and being, like, because even referencing one song, he talks about, like, the reason he charges so much for his shit is because God is blessing him with this shit. Which then, going back to hypocrisy, I think it's in Matthew where God was like, some shit about if you're rich, you're going to have a harder time getting into heaven. That's Matthew, right? Uh, that was one of my favorite verses. It's saying, um, it'll be easier for uh, a camel to uh, I have a needle for a rich man in the kingdom of God. But, see, clearly I know fucking, I think that's just Luke, actually. Um, but basically that's, it's not saying like money is making you evil. It's saying what you do with your money is going to make you more inclined to do bad things. And that's fair, but I don't think that's what, that's applicable to Kanye in the same sense. Um, purely because like, I feel like he's actually, and far be it for me to be the person to say this, but I feel like this nigga is doing God's work. And, and the most like, not head-ass way to say this. Again, I'm one of the least Christian niggas you'll meet in your life. But I went to church after listening to this album. Like, how many niggas... No, but real life, how many niggas searched Jesus is King because of this album? How many niggas looked up verses because of this album? Like, he made actual references to actual verses. I remember I wrote on a Hands-On, he, like, talking about bars, and he talked about, like, um, 13th Amendment, Three Strikes, and he said, I made it left and I should have made it right. And that's, like, a reference to, like, Ecclesiastes, and he was saying... A wise man heart, a wise man heart inclines him towards the right, but a fool's heart towards the left. Like, like just like he made a lot of things like that, just like referencing scripture and and even with Jesus is Lord, the last song in the album, he took those lines directly from the scripture. So I was like, this shit feels like church, nigga. I was I was like, we just going. For me, right, the general vibe I got from this. Which kind of like, I don't want to say triggered me, but reminded me of like, why I'm hesitant to go back to like, organized religion. Um, like, I'm exploring my faith, but like, organized religion, what this album felt like to me, um, which is kind of, go, we're, we're kind of going to this direction, my critique of like, I can't talk about white church, I didn't, I didn't go to white churches, but my critique of like, black churches is like, I felt like Kanye on this album was using his faith or... I'm not going to say newfound faith because he's always been about his religion. Um, his reborn. Thing. His rebirth, I guess. Um, he's using his faith as a way to, like, justify his feeling of being persecuted and kind of shifting responsibility because he has this feeling that, like, rightfully so, that, like, he's being persecuted by, you know, the public or whatever... 
And on this album, one could argue that like he's being persecuted because of like actions, things he's done. You know what I'm saying? But this album feels like he's using religion as a way to like, because I think it was on Salah where he's talking about like Salah, Christian judging him, right? Yeah. But in the way he was speaking it, it was more of like a they're judging me, but who are they to judge me kind of thing? Fuck them, kind of. That's kind of like the general vibe. I'm bastardizing, bastardizing it, right? But if we're talking about, you know, Christians and religion, right? Even Jesus is out here saying, forgive them, Father, to niggas that was out here plotting against them. So that, to me, felt like, kind of rubbed me the wrong way, like brought me back to, like, so one of my main critiques of, like, the black church in general. I, I don't know about your guys' experience, but, like, a lot of people justify shitty things just under the name of religion. See, I think you're you're taking what Kanye is saying and putting you you against each other. I think you're saying the same thing. There were a couple of tracks I was like, mm-hmm. no, I, no, so I know what he's saying. So I know what he's so saying. Like, I agree with him about so like, like Christians being like clothes on Sunday, hands on. Both I was like, like you said, you seem kind of like self serving in this mm-hmm. a little bit. Which is another reason where I'm like, you're going back to like the doing God's work thing. Yeah. Like, but I'm sure he's doing God's work, but profiting from that? But then one could argue about, like, the church is doing the same shit. Like, I mean, but, like, he did, he did all his Sunday services time. are free. No, that like, is true. I agree <clears> with that much. I mean, there's no way you can, like, I mean, like, there's a way to drop an album without making money, but not when you're tied into No, that is very true. Want. That is very true. Like, you kind of have to, but at the same time, I think he was making valid points in the sense that, again, like, to, to your point of hypocrisy, he's bringing that up in a little self-serving manner, yes, but also at the same time, he's saying like, y'all should check your actions before you try to check me. Or like, if you're supposed to be Christ-like, then be about love and then celebrate the people that are also being Christ-like. Don't only mm-hmm. focus on like the negative things. I think he's making all these points. There were some things I was just like, all right, nigga, chill. Mm-hmm. But overall, he was very, I think. I feel like those are totally that. valid points that would have been, I don't know, accentuated, I don't know, validated. If there was at some point, maybe in that song. I feel like in another song he might have, but if in that song he did at some point own up to be like, yeah, I know I fucked up. He could have framed that as like, but that's part of like, that's life, you know, we all sin or whatever. But like... I mean, I think that's what used as gospel was, like, as a song. Mm-hmm. Because um, basically, like, one thing, I'm mean, we're getting into like the, the nitty gritty of this album now, too. One thing that I loved about used as gospel was... The main sound is like the sound of like the seatbelt sound. You gotta click your fucking seatbelt, and you know this nigga Kanye almost died in a fucking car accident. What song? See, uses gospel, and like the chat use the name mm. of the track is uses gospel. Like use his trials to get through your own things and to like come out the other side. And even like with the no malice had bar saying, uh, just hold on to your brother when his faith lost. Like persevere stick through it and i think that was what that song was like each song is everything even water was a track where he was just like the storm may come but we'll get through it because of your love either way we crash like water your love's water listen i get these like which is why i preface this by saying we should like talk about the religious backgrounds right yeah because clearly you got more from this album than me because everything here to me felt very reductive um i listened to this album like five times felt rushed See, I listened to this album maybe like two or three times total. I just couldn't... I don't know. I listened to album like five times today. So I'll say another one of my critiques for the album... And also maybe a part of me feels the way because I... 
when Yandere got leaked. It was, was like real hard. Yeah, yeah. I, it wasn't. It was hard, but it was also like there are some songs on there that could have like religious gospel tones to it, you know. And I think Yandi was gonna be more of like ultralight beam or Jesus walks in what you were looking sure. for. But I think he was just like, nah, I'm gonna let that because even in one you of the tracks, know another reason. Even in one of the tracks, he was even mm-hmm. saying like, um, I'm going on strike. I've been working for the devil my whole life. Yeah, see, funny you bring that up because like one of the issue we always talk about separating art from the artist, right? One issue I had with like Connie as a personality around the release of this is like it's one thing to be like this is who I am now whatever bam I can respect that but then the way he's presenting this new version of himself gives me like very hypocrisy vibes and like I forgot what interview he was on where he's talking about like because of Trump we can buy land I'm like first off niggas gonna buy land anyway before I he's talking about they wanna buy Foreigners of land, but I'm like, nigga, you're one of your most iconic lines is what? Rather buy Eddie Gold, changing your ignorant. I'm like, I'm not saying people can't change, people can change, but to me, it runs me the wrong way of like, you've been living your whole life a certain way, right? You've built your name, your wealth of this way of life. You can change, people are allowed to evolve, but then it's like, let's say I was a, my, I'm a politician my whole life, I'm like, I'm full-blooded Democrat, right? I get to the presidency, and I'm like, fuck this, I'm I'm a Republican now. Fuck them niggas. Send them back to Africa. Okay, that was too far. My bad. But, like, that just, like... That was my bad. But, like, that's kind of what this felt like. This, like, just shit, shitting on everything. Because, like, you can... That cannot be you anymore, but there's a legacy type but see, of that, I don't, right? I don't, he wasn't even, like... And the album, he wasn't even shitting on niggas that did No, shit. No, I'm talking about, like, outside like, the album, like, surrounded. That's why I'm I saying, mean, but, like, but even, back to his personality. But even, like... <laughs> no, we're still, talking about the artist. He, even still, he still. hasn't, like, been, like, you shame on you niggas for X, Y, Z, X, shame on you niggas for X, He always says, like, shame on people for shaming other people. That's what he says a lot. Um, but, like, it, it always hits your bottom before you hit your peak. So there's a reason why he dropped ecstasy and i love it and talking about fucking his sisters last year like he was at his bottom what did he say if i fuck a bitch and she bleeds your asshole well yeah so you that's that's different that i think that song is even how different. you gonna tell me the bleach my asshole fucker anal blah 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 and she just bleached her asshole exactly and i get bleach on my t-shirt then i'm gonna feel like an asshole and then now you're gonna tell me that's double music no he <laughs> but he literally made a song about, like, you're such a fucking hoe, I love it. And, like, ecstasy, he was literally saying, like, oh, I want to fuck my sisters. Like, that nigga was at his lowest low, and he had to come through that journey to end up where he is now. And that's what a lot of people do when it comes to faith. Like, you think a lot of... So, again... Okay, so wait, let's wait, say... Wait, 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 so, wait, so, wait, wait, hold so on. I don't want nigga, hold on, hold on. No, no. Okay. Five minutes, nigga. You ain't got the answer, Sway. <laughs> no, I got all the answers. So, growing up in the black church... Especially, like, getting older and being involved in the black church, start understanding people's history, people's past. The amount of fucking preachers, these would be crackheads or pimps or some other wild shit in the past, but preach the gospel now. It's literally always the same story of, like, I had this journey, I went through hell, had my catharsis, came out, and I found God. 
One, and that's what Kanye is doing. One could argue that for a lot of these people, right, being at your lowest point, you're more susceptible to, like, viewing certain things as a miracle, right? So, like, I don't know how to thought, but I lost it. I'm going to phrase it differently. It's not yeah. being more susceptible to a miracle. It's that you're broken down so much as your mind and heart becomes open to other things. And that's kind that of... Being wait, said, wait, but that's that being like, said. That's what the principle let, of, like... The military and hazing and other things. Yeah, no, I was about to you say. You break yourself down so you can become open to other new things. We're comparing like religion to but, the military or hazing. But, it's, but I'm saying it. the breakdown part, but it's different because religion isn't the one breaking you down. Religion is what you find when you're looking for an outlet. You don't think the institutions of religion has affected, not tr- that to sound like Hotep or whatever, right? But Christianity, that's a white man's religion. Why did they give it to us? Why did they give... I mean, so look, what I'll say is like... I, yes or no, is that not the white man's religion? Of, I'm not a fan of organized religion. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. I'm, I like to like, <laughs> make my bias. I feel like there. the more I talk about other show, I'm like, damn, am I a hotel? I don't know. You are a hotel, <laughs> um, But like, I'm not a fan of organized religion. This is true. I think religion can be a very negative tool. But at the same time, if someone can better themselves and live their life with more love because of religion, that's a good thing. I know tons of people are doing good without religion. I know tons of shitty people. And, and everybody who can have their own lane. She just find the shitty. Which is why I'm saying, going back to this whole Kanye thing, the the way I'm feeling, as let's say you're, you're a musician, right? So, like, people can react to like how the music makes them feel, right? I'm sitting here like, yo, I'm chilling. If you find religion, that's good for you. I respect it. But the way he's presenting this newfound religion to me just rubs me the wrong way. I have a question. Do you guys think that Kanye's uh, songs about religion before he made this album were more or less authentic? Felt more authentic to me. Like, Jesus Walks felt way more... Albums. And I, I asked, too, because I think, like, what you just mentioned about how, like, there are all these black pastors, especially who they may be former drug dealers, former gangbangers, you know, like, they got a pass. And they, you know, they go through this religious journey of, like, finding their faith, reclaiming their faith, and saying, you know what, I'm going to devote my life to this. But in, in making that shift to being a leader of a church, like, they acknowledge their their missteps, but ultimately they have to be so steadfast in faith that they're still able to say, you know what, I was sitting, but now I believe this, this, and this. Um, and I just wonder, you know, versus Kanye before where it's like, yeah, maybe he's not talking all day about his faith, right? Mm-hmm. But when he does come out with Jesus Walks, it is like being honest and saying like, they told me I couldn't have a radio hit that was about religion and Jesus and my faith, mm-hmm. and here's me doing it, and here's why. You know, it might not be this kind of holier than thou or what it sounds like. I didn't listen to the album, I will admit. But it's not him preaching. For sure. But it's him being honest about, you know, this is important to me and this is why. And I felt that way with Ultralight Beam too. I felt like that was a really, and it wasn't just Kanye on the song too, but I felt like that song was really authentic. Yeah. And based on the way I saw Sunday Service rolling out Mm -hmm. and, uh, just kind of Kanye's vibe right now, um, politically. That was why I just didn't, I couldn't bring myself to listen yeah. to it because I felt like his intentions, when you think about it, I could never see them really being pure. Well, I will say, wait, 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 no, wait, let, me, wait, let me go first. Wait, let me just say Fuck one thing. You, nigga. I will say, Fuck I, li- you. 
a lot of black Christians would be conservative, like in, in like their belief and what they stand for. What you have, like, one of my talking points. Nigga. Okay, we're gonna my come mind. back to that. You fucking nigger. But I will say, this you goes back nigger to my natural, point. bald-headed bastards. This goes back to my point where, like, I don't feel like this was a gospel album so much as it was like a Kanye self-reflection so, album, which is fine. But like, so reflecting on what you said, Shelby, there are three points that I have to make. One, you said like, well, Mario, you also brought us up like acknowledging where he came from. He literally did that. He said, "I'm working with the devil my whole life. I'm going on strike." I'm but the way it was delivered, that's like, but I'm saying that's like he's saying like, I have been doing wrong, like I have been fucking up. Let me not do that anymore. Let me. No, he doesn't say let, let me not me, do that. He's like, yeah, nah, let me, fuck that said, devil let me dedicate shit. my life to get yeah, the devil is his, what he's been on. That's his energy. Did he say what he did? That's also my question. Dude, are niggas supposed to, in a song, say what they've done? This is still an album. This is like, let, wait, wait, wait. So let me finish my goddamn <laughs> points. Nope. Fuck both of y'all niggas. This is like, you ain't even listen to the album, goddamn show. I didn't. You ain't listen. got no but words. Like, but it's like a house nah, apology. Like, you ain't got no words. I'm sorry you were hurt by that. And I'm not going to say what I did. Jan is the top of the nigga. He'll cheat on you and be like, well, I'm sorry you feel bad that I cheated on you. That's not what he was saying. That's not what he was saying at all. Okay, point two. Point two. Point two. You've mentioned Sunday service. As someone, again, who grew up fully in the Baptist church and someone who moved away from church, I went to Sunday service in Chicago. I felt like I was back at church. Like, it felt like some of the most authentic shit ever. And to the point where... Did they play songs from here? What songs from... um, The... What's the song that said Hallelujah? Was it Selah? Hallelujah? He did that one. One of the ones actually don't like... Um, so, like, to the point where there was hella white people there, because it's Kanye, obviously. Then niggas were mad confused and, like, kind of mad that he was doing what he was doing. But, like, all the niggas were like, yes, I fuck with this. He was not doing that for the crowd. He's not doing that for his fan base. He was doing that to... You're just probably the, the point no, I was I'm, making I'm saying for his fan base is in the white people, is the point I'm making. Now, like, the fan base is in, like, the market. I'm saying he was doing this... To preach the gospel and to you know what Kanye reminds me of now. And wait, wait, and my, and my third point, and my third point, and my third point, my third point what, what, what and is, my third point, what's nigga. A, what's the term we have for like? Was really good, nigga. <laughs> what's the term we have for like? This, what's the term we have for like these bougie black Mario's types? Mario's. They're like, what do you call them? I don't know. Y'all, y'all have a term for them, like. Y'all. As in, like, yeah. black Americans. Uncle Tom? Not, no, not Uncle, Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. No relation. Literally. But he's one of those blacks where, like, they only grew up around. The Bible right now, like, only grew up around white people, so, like. Oh, the suburban he, black? Yeah, go, he, like. Can I get some of my hair? No. 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 Let me just say one more sentence and I want to interrupt you. No, I want to interrupt you. One more and I want to interrupt you. One more and I want to interrupt you. Just like this. I'm going to start growling, nigga. Let me growl. <laughs> Why can't I growl like that? I'm so scared. Uh, I'm trembling. Okay, continue. This nigga about to shit himself. To my third point. I, I don't doubt that it wasn't authentic in Jesus uh, walks in ultralight beam. But at the same point, he literally was pulling from scripture in this album, which feels no, like more th- that seems like I feel like Kevin. No, I feel like it makes it more authentic because, and he even talked about this is like it how feels you, performative. Hey, no, he keeps talking about this album. He was saying 
how you going to like preach God to me, but you haven't even read Ecclesiastes? Like, how you going to talk about the Bible, but you haven't read the Bible? I think this is him like, here's what the scripture is. And I think this, that's one of my beefs with pastors a lot of times too, is that they won't base their sermons in scripture. And I want people to always reference, if you're talking about the word, talk about scripture and talk about love. And he referenced scripture in the album. That made it, that to me that made it feel more authentic as a gospel album at the same time. My question to your second point: Has anyone ever heard a black choir of that many people sound bad? Yes. Really. Really. Yes. Really, I've, because I haven't. I've been, I haven't. I've been and in I, church and black church from zero to eighteen. We used to travel the country for a church. We used to travel and go see other. Nigga, I've heard some trash It choirs. is really hard. I feel like it's really hard to have a choir like that sound bad. And that was my that that was an initial thing about the Sunday service that made me feel very like weirded out. Cause I'm like, okay, like yeah, it's about Kanye West, but like, are we gonna praise Kanye West for having a black choir behind him? But the way that so many artists have have black and white artists, secular and non secular, have done. Are we really, are we are we praising him for the glory that is a choral like wall of sound experience, right? Show me what the. It wasn't about the you leave sound. Him? Sunday service to me wasn't about the sound because I've heard plenty of people sound good. It was about what they were singing, how they were singing it, and the entire vibe of the evening. Like they played one of my favorite songs is uh, "How Excellent." Um, I can't think of who it's by. One of the few songs I loved growing up. He like performed this deep cut gospel song at Sunday service, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like it took me back through the moments of church that I enjoyed. Other like random gospel songs, his flips that he did. I was like, "It's not about what sounds good because it's gonna sound good regardless of the kind of thing. It's about what they're singing." And I was like, "Shit!" Like, Sunday service put me in a place that I hadn't been in years, is what I'll say. So, and see. as someone who's a hater. I'm a historical hater. I'm a historical anti-Christian ass nigga. For me to be arguing the way that I am, with Shemus like, plug, follow my Sunday me. service playlist. That's my gospel playlist oh, right this here. This nigga is Jamaican. He got Listen, a goddamn. We got goddamn Usain Bolt yelling over a track in this motherfucker. Let's see. We got Brighter Day by Kirk Franklin. You got who day? Brighter Day. We have Satan. We're gonna tear your kingdom down by Shirley Caesar. We have you brought sunshine. By the Clark Sisters. We all trash. We have. Except Brighter Day. Brighter. This is the day by Fred Hammond. That's trash. That's pretty good. That's trash. That's pretty good. Don't try me. Okay. But then, you know, because I like to keep it fresh, I throw some good shit on there for you. I got Never Would Have Made It by Tiana Taylor on there. Never Would Have Made It Without I got Father Switch My Hands on there. No, I feel like what you've done. Kind of like what you said, Shelby. I feel like gospel choirs, like no matter if you're atheist or whatever, you hear a good gospel choir, that should be hitting in your soul, you know. So maybe I'm biased. But I mean, I feel like we're all biased here. I'll keep saying this as a nigga who grew up in the church forever. This is on my Sunday service. Do I do Stevie Wonder? Do I do not a gospel song? We're going to listen to this after. Tell me, though, if it. I'm going to play the first. It's in my Sunday service. No one cares if it's in your Sunday service, nigga. Come to me. Oh, this is the episode that just about getting Johnny frustrated. 
<laughs> no, this is just being objective. <gasps> I've removed myself from the situation. I'm still a Kanye fan. I'm just not a Jesus is King fan. I think this album. Where do you rank it in this discography? If I had to rank this discography, it's above Jesus. Above Jesus. Above, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry, above Yeah, excuse me. Above okay, Yeah. Okay, I can see that, but what else? This is so good. I need to listen to it more. I always have to give Kanye album time to breathe. I always have to give him time to breathe. Since it's so good, you can only put it above one album, though. I have, I have to give it time to breathe. Like I said, can you put honestly, it above Life of Pablo? I will put it above. Can you put it above Life of Pablo? I will put it above late registration. This time, this nigga still high off that Molly or whatever. <laughs> I'll put it on late registration. I honestly will put it at the same level as Pablo. I can see myself listening to this more in the future than I have. I haven't listened to Pablo too much since like the year after it dropped. I can still see myself listening to this. After movie. I listen to this, I have to go back to listen to Pablo to remind myself of why I like Kanye West. Bro, I don't think this was a good idea for this episode. We might not be friends anymore after this. <laughs> or we can be grown and be like, you know, we have different opinions. I'm not grown, nigga. I'm childish. Clearly. I'm childish, nigga. Call me Tommy Pickles in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Chucky Suster, nigga. <laughs> A clown? Why did I see him? <laughs> or is it just Gianni Pickles? That is, a, that is a great transition into... That was a great transition into my honest belief that's gonna like make this nigga turn red because you know he light skinned, light skinned. Um, I feel like for Kanye, this is the beginning of the end. Oh, nigga, no, you didn't. Listen, unreliable deadlines, underwhelming, underwhelming. When has Kanye ever been reliable for deadlines? Actually, with his first three albums, didn't he like sort of be like, "I'm gonna drop these albums on these dates," and that's when he dropped. Okay, the first three, back when people needed to have deadlines, when he wasn't as Kanye West as he. I just feel like a lot of us were okay with his personality, just cause like his personality, just cause like the music was good. But at least for me, anyway, I just feel like the personality isn't sustainable anymore with also, the quality of work. One of my favorite there. things about Pablo is the fact that it wasn't finished, and you could check every day to see if something was different. And it's I true. loved that. That was a game changer. I loved it. It was a living, breathing piece of art. Which is another thing I, I'm willing to. I was willing to put up with all the Kanye stuff because like he was always changing the game in some way. Like this nigga put out an album and was patching it like it was a video game. I fuck with that. What, 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 what? You know how, like, game developers, they put out video games and just fix that shit up? Oh, and patching, okay. okay. Yeah, this year was patching the shit like it was Halo 3 or something, you know? Bro, honestly, I do feel like this shit is going to age gracefully. I hope so. Like, I'm not... I'm a, I'm a, we're going to go back and reference this episode again. I don't know why, but... Your just, I don't know why, but I was just like, looking at this face, and I was saying about this girl that, cur- that curved me two weeks ago, and I'm sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> you need God in your life. Like, I was just looking at his face and I was like... Was she light-skinned? Nah, she was Hispanic, actually. I don't know, I was just looking over and I was like... Damn. You good, nigga? <laughs> you good, bro? No, no, I was trying to debate whether to make a comment I was going to make, but I was like, nah. No, make a comment, nigga. Fuck it. We probably gonna cut this out anyway. Nah, I'm not about to make a comment. It's very vulgar. But no, I need to know. It's probably going to cut out anyway. Just let me know. Nah, I need good. to know, bro. I need to know. Nah, Just say good. it, bro. Shelby can bleep it out later. Nah, you don't want to bleep it out or whatever, but like, 
Her pussy was so fire. Ah. You fucked? How she heard oh. you if you fucked? Afterwards, the feelings, remember? Talking Bro, about, no. You, you can't ever get curvy if you fucked already. No, because my we talked about this. Like, Impossible. The, the Impossible. You, wait, you know, you know what the bar is? Heard every day? What's the boy Q say? I just watched Payton Full for the first time that day. Niggas get shot every day, man. Hey, schoolboy Q said, if I fucked it once, I can fuck it twice. You heard me around on my fuck tonight. I believe in that's the depths of my heart. Like, I'm sure if I shot my shot again. But here's the thing. If I was just trying to fuck it, it'd be one thing. But that's trying, you know, whatever, whatever out here. But that shit was delicious. Nigga just did a one with his neck. I'm talking about some whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're... Okay. Oh, no, no. Shelby, Shelby... Oh, wait, no. I don't... You can believe Obviously, this time. y'all know we have to talk about our relationship problems every episode. No, nah, I was about to say... episode. You ever, you ever ate a pussy that was so good? Like, what do you think yes, about it? You just lick yes, your lips? Yes, you're like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That's yes. me right now, I'm like... <laughs> Listen, yes, yes, when you yes. when that shit like yes. when you think about it, you just gonna like yes, oh fuck, yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Listen, shame, shame, moisture right here with your like beard care line. You want to know how you can grow some beard? Get some pussy juice in your face. Oh, that shit, but listen. Get a call. Don't for- be talking about listen. pussy juice. We're not talking about God. Listen, listen. Get a call up for. A- Getting called for a booty call, then going back home and your beard smell like, ooh, ah, oh, damn, that's just. Or it's really like you just like your crusty shit. You know, oh yeah, dry I'd be up, like, man. oh, when you dry up. <laughs> oh man, like damn, this shit's ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I hate all of you, bro. <laughs> I think in my head I'm probably like, yo, just let me eat your pussy one time, just one time for the one time. It was that good, bro. Bro, bro, if you don't go fall <laughs> back into that shit, nigga. Listen. But my ego won't let me. But um, you know what's crazy? My coworkers at work they keep talking about like, yo, can we listen to your podcast? I'm like, no. no. <laughs> no. Um, that's why I haven't been posting shit on my Instagram because they follow me. I'm like, I do not want them. Listen to the shit I'll be talking about on here. So so since we're talking about relationship problems, I, I wasn't talking about relationship, I was talking about eating pussy, nigga. Eating pussy, same <laughs> shit. Women <laughs> issues. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want your mic? Your ad libs be right. Yeah, the, 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 the slow like digs be hidden. <laughs> oh, I just want to let you all know since my my listeners are near me to my heart. I think they need to update on the twin saga. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm gonna update you all. My saga ended. But... I'm gonna update you all and let you know that my twin saga. Wait, I... pause. You ever look at someone and be like, "They don't say anything." Pause <laughs> me, nigga. You no, keep having all listen. of these revelations. No, nah, you ever look at someone? Potentially talk on a dick in your sleep. Potentially problematic, right? You ever look at someone and be like, "I bet the ass tastes good." No. No. Not for the ass. Or not not literal ass, but just like uh, in general. I, I, I eat ass. Okay. So I like I just that damage job, but like I'll build a bit of tissue. Even at least I eat ass. It's not that. Oh shit! You know I'm equal. I don't know where they're putting my boys there. Equal opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Back at uh, the trouble house. <laughs> it's your boy Samurai Black, and I'm telling you all you ladies out there, if you taste good, my face is your clip. Feel me? Any day, any day, I'll be your date. You know what I'm saying? It's just whatever. Just come find me. This album. Put my nose in your asshole. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> hey. This nigga's sh- gonna show up with pink eye one day because I'm a fan of Hey, we got eyebrows for that. 
Anyway. Well, anyway. sometimes I'll be at working meetings and I'm just looking look at this guy like, damn, that pussy was delicious. Like, people be like, like. Are you good? Trying to get, When's the last time you had some pussy, Mario? Like two weeks ago. Oh, I was like. That's, I'm like, damn, that shit was delicious, though. We need, we need It'd be like that. here to come like feed Mario with some pussy. Right? My beard hasn't been growing. I'm like Samson out here. Biblical reference. This ain't <laughs> 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 you gotta find out Delilah, nigga. Oh, yeah. Uh, but no, to fulfill X. One more thing. The Bible, that's just gangster. Like that one story about the king that was about to that cut the baby in half. That shit is gangster. That he shit says about gangster. the Bible. I'm just saying, that king about to cut that baby in half to find out who the real mom is. That's some gangster no, shit. No, it's some wild shit that happens in the Bible. Like, niggas don't realize that shit is crazy. When I was in Jamaica, I didn't have the real Bible. I had the kid Bible that made it like fairy yeah, tales. Yeah, the Papa Bible? No, no. This <laughs> one was like, this one I had like illustrations and shit. Ah, <laughs> no, but this one was just like, it took the Bible and made it into like a story. So I was like, damn, niggas are how you're cutting babies in half? Couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for interrupting. Back to. Back to you, DJ Sue. Ah, bars. More bars than Kanye had on this goddamn ass <laughs> album. <laughs> Can I let y'all know? This man? album was laughably bad, right? I want a bad This album was. Listen. Bro, at least, bro you're laughably bad. <laughs> listen. Hey, at least, at least the album's not hard to read, nigga. Listen. <laughs> at least. At least with the Bryson Taylor album, I can talk about it. This album got me danger in my pussy. Hey, listen. The album's not hard to read like you, nigga. Hey, hey, that was too close at home. But yo, not gonna lie though. Nah, I'm not about to say what I'm nah, about to say. Nah, bro. I'm you, not about to say it. I fucking hate you, nigga. I fucking hate you. Listen, uh, to all my real believers out there, instead of my heathens that are in this room, you know what I'm saying? We do celebrate this album for all the gospel glory that it is, you feel me? I go to church every Sunday. I don't know about y'all. You go to a mega church. You go to white no, church. No, I don't. You go to church where they sing, like, they clap like this. No, that's how you go to church. You go to church where they're like, um, you can just you can just cash app us for your offering because Mm -hmm. we're we're a new modern church. Um, I did make them the website. Yes, I did. Oh my god! I go to church in a frame shop. It's a small black church. It's about ten to fifteen. She goes to church with five thousand people. The pastor has three. Uh, Rolls Royces. Three hundred fifty foot screens behind him. Um, with a hands-free microphone, he helicopters in every day for church. Um, they have twelve wait. aisles for people to walk down when they feel like they're okay, oh, you know, oh, I'm back in serious mode now. Once, I'm back in serious mode for a hot second. I don't know how long it's gonna last, but I wanted to like kind of get your guys' thoughts on like the role of like a black church in the black community, right? Like. For me, girl, I know in Jamaica, I know, at least like in smaller cities in America anyway, we're like, giving tithes to the church was almost like giving money to like a community part, right? We're like, if for some reason someone can like make their light bill this month, you just go talk, go to the church and like, which that part of like church and like that community, I enjoy the idea of that. But like... I, I get what you're asking. I get what you're asking. Like, there's a certain community, communal aspect of church that I enjoy. But, like, at the same time, there's so much other shit that comes with it that I don't so, like, you so know? So, what I'll say, 
other than music, the other thing that I enjoyed about church was the community, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to your point, as a nigga who loves history, a nigga who loves politics, the church formed is that because that was the only acceptable gathering of black people For sure. where they could do something. So that it, it was by necessity that the church was like, all right, let's do X, Y, Z. Does it have to be the church? No. Oh, no, for sure. It could be literally anybody. Should the church do it? Yes, because that's what the church should be. Yeah, no, I guess for me, it's just been but, something I've been thinking about. Because, like I said, I've been like, my faith is something I'm like figuring out, right? And then, like, on one hand, I like the freedom that comes with, like, being an atheist or whatever. But then on the other hand, there's part of me that wants to believe in Do you identify as an know. atheist? Old me, yes. Now I'm just like, I don't know, because it's something I'm figuring out, you know? But, like, there's a part of me that's like, I'm trying to believe in something more, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, not to, like, sound like, I promise I'm not sad, but, like, I feel like religion. Hey, this nigga missed music, yo. No, no. Was it, like, the, the Communist Manifesto where it's, like, religion is, like, the opiate of the whatever? Oops. I don't know. I mean, a bunch of niggas have said something like that. We can talk about that, too, but, like, for me, like, there's a certain peace that comes with, like, being religious, like, your life has purpose. Not saying my life doesn't have purpose, you know what I'm saying, but, like... It doesn't. Your life's purpose is is bitches, your dog... That is a purpose. And, and, uh, and video games. That's a purpose. (laughs) Pussy money weed, that's all I need, you know what I'm saying? Ah, okay, (laughs) Wayne! Okay, Weezy! Pussy money weed... Hey, that, that that's guy, a gospel hey, album that, right there. That shit is a gospel album. Hey, that's the gospel of pussy. <laughs> and, and the gospel. Niggas will love it. The gospel of treble. <laughs> 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 We got now. We gotta change our logo to like uh, like that. Now we need like an insignia, you know, like royal families that like the crest or whatever. We need like our holy trinity. Nah, nah, we're not gonna do that. Though, but um, maybe in the future when we got merch, when we popping enough for merch, save this. We gonna come back. Pussy money weed teas. Got it. Um, <laughs> Lil' one would be totally cool with it. <laughs> I, mean, I, do, I, do, I do worship the box. So, ladies, ladies, out there. And I'm just saying. You know how niggas be out here getting baptized? I'm trying to get baptized in a pussy. You know what I'm saying? Spray me with your love. Some people say. Some people say squirting is pee. I'm like, well, never mind. I'm not gonna make the joke. Is this a copy? I got me. I stop myself. I stop myself. I stop myself. I stop myself. I say it for you. I stop myself. I stop myself. I knew exactly what you were going. I knew it. Everyone knew it. You didn't have to say it. I didn't want to say what I was going to say. No, say it, please. I was. I feel like it's irrelevant now. Because y'all talked about like your uh, like your personal relationships with your religion. Mm -hmm. I grew up. So, oh, she, she's late into the game now. She didn't want to talk earlier, but now she's saying So, but I think it's interesting because, like, I grew up, half my childhood, I spent, that I went to church, which, mm-hmm. when my, I should mention, like, when my father passed away, I was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. My family completely stopped going to church. And I have been going to church since I was, like, three years old. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was literally, like, all of my family was, like, we yeah. all just kind of dealt with our faith, faith differently. I also spent half the time that I was in church as a kid, half was at a black church, and when we moved to Florida, we went to a white church. Mm-hmm. It was just different. You said Florida and a white church? 
Did they go to the church with the AK forty seven? You know they got a church where they preach guns, right? That was not. That was not. That was a church. Korean church, by the way. I know. I know. I know. This is, a Korean this is South Florida. Why did you mention? Mostly Hispanic. This is like something I thought about with like Canadian like church. <laughs> this nigga high with stereotypes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, one thing I thought about as I'm getting to the point where like niggas be out here fucking raw, so I might have a kid, right? So I don't think about that shit like that. And I'm like. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> you know, I have to think about like. Wait, 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 hold on. At Trouble House, we don't believe in condoms. What is a condom? That's a white man's. That's a white man's creation to prevent. To this, <laughs> <laughs> this is a white. We gotta add up to the website. Not condoms. Wait, condoms were created by the white man to regulate black bodies. You sound, you sound real hotel right now. <laughs> <laughs> Trouble House. Hashtag raw dog or no dog. Hey. <laughs> um, but no, um, I brought it up because I, I think about like if I have kids, right? Like the girls I like, they be all about religion, and I'm like very like whatever about it. For me, because last week we talked about like you know partners or whatever. For me, conversation I have with people I start to get serious with is like, yo, if you have kids, I'm like, let's say we have a kid and they were gay, would it be cool with that? Like if. How are we going to be nah, raising kids? Nah, fuck them niggas. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> hey, I'm hey, kidding. Hey. Wait, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, everybody. I would love all my kids. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> Wait, what? That was a joke. That was like... Was a you you gotta think that. You don't gotta think that. But no, um... But um, no, I'm like... Another thing that's important to me is like... Regardless of what my partner's religion is or mine is... I don't want to force religion onto my... If that's something I want to explore... I want to give them the chance to explore that. But I don't want to like... Because I feel like here we are, we've all been about, like, we it was forced upon us. It wasn't something we chose. Well, but also, like, my parents didn't have me baptized, or my sister baptized mm-hmm. when we were born, because they wanted us. Like, they said, they had an agreement of, like, okay, we want our children to go to church so that they can learn, like, morals and values in a way that, that you wouldn't outside the classroom. But when it comes to, like, how they're bound to religion, we don't want to baptize them because sure. we don't know if they're going to have a different kind of relationship with their faith. Well, you're, so but, you're telling me your parents were in 2019, back in whenever. Listen, they were... They were ahead of their time. But what I do think is interesting that I wanted to ask is, I feel like the timing of this album is interesting when I think about, especially millennials and, like, Gen Z's relationship with religion. Sure. Because... Our generation is wholly kind of like nihilistic. Like you just don't really. You're more spiritual than you are bound to any like one. Let me get my rocks and my crystals out here. Religion. Ooh. I'm about to crystal my way with some pussy. Sorry, sorry. Ooh, nigga, you just hit a strong fucking nerve, nigga. You didn't crystal the top of this pussy. No, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Like, would probably go up for this album mm-hmm. because it's like it's that kind of extreme yeah, that's yeah, yeah. like oh like this isn't exactly like this isn't exactly where I live right now, right now in terms of my faith but Kanye is telling me I should really think about my religion so I'm kind of bound to I this feel- and I'm Attracted to this extremism of the message. I feel like a part of everything. At a time where everyone's kind of waffling about religion. I feel like a part of everything I'm mentioning right now is like we're in this space of like people embracing spirituality but not religion as a result of the experiences we all had growing up in like the black church. And I guess this is like kind of going back to what you said of like Kanye's maybe 
doing God's work and it's causing people like take a step back and be like, wait, what is my religion or what is my relationship with my faith, you know? So, I mean, I give credit where credit's due. I'm not a hater, you know? Hey, I just want to say, fuck them tarot card reading bitches, you feel me? <laughs> fuck them crystals aligned ass bitches, you feel me? I love fuck me some. Zodiac sign ass. Oh, that's your sign? That makes sense ass bitches. I love hey, me. Uh, I'm sorry, all these bitches um, that say, I use natural aluminum free deodorant can eat a dick, nigga. I'm sorry. I, I mean, had to get that off my chest. They can't eat a dick. They can't eat my dick. I had to get that shit off my chest because mm. them bitches, as Peter Griffin says, grinds my gears. Yeah. I missed the whole question because I couldn't stop focusing on them fucking, oh, my amethyst charges me this way, ass bitches. I want to date one of them hoes. Oh, my God. I want to date with this girl. Mm. I, and, love, I love your, I'm of the St. Rihanna. That's my... <laughs> Um, oh wait, so Shelby's verse of the day, anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. And and based on that, wait, what, what is a uh, Proverbs twelve and twenty five? Uh, based on that scripture, I'll say to all you you crystal loving women, I'll change my language. Um, I celebrate you. you Find something that works for you, and live in your truth. You know what works mm-hmm. for my crystal girls? Scorpios, they love me. I'm not saying Scorpios have a stereotype, and I'd be living up to it, so that's me. Yo, listen, this is where we, this is where the ads come in, right? This is where, okay, so, this is our first sponsor. Are you a female within the age ranges of 22 to 49? Hey, we don't use that kind of language here. Oh, okay, are you a woman between the ages of... Do you identify as a woman? Do you identify? <laughs> thank you. Do you identify as a woman between the ages of 22 and 49? Trans and you're like, women included. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, BBCs, big black dicks. <laughs> Do you like... And non-binary folks, y'all too. Oh, for sure. Thank you. Do you have shitty health insurance and want good health insurance? Gay niggas, y'all not included. I'm sorry. Sorry, man. Um, <laughs> but, yo, yo. No lie, no lie, no The gays love me. That's all I'm going to say. Bro, me too. The gays love me. Then my niggas. Oh, on Twitter, on Twitter. Sometimes I've been wanting to wild. No, sometimes I've been wanting to wild out on Twitter, but I'm like, if I do, the gays are gonna come in my inbox, and I'm gonna be like, damn, I can't reply. So, wait, I'll say one of the best nights I've had in my life, as far as like going out wise, was in Boys Town. It's like a historically like gay friendly neighborhood in Chicago. It was fire because literally everyone there was focused on having a good fucking time. Oh, for sure. There were no wallflowers and nobody. They're just like. Oh, I don't know why I'm coming out. Literally, everybody there was like either drugged up, fucked up, or ready to get fucked. And it was just like a good vibe. Yo, speaking of drugs, I'm telling you, hit up your dude. I'm be like, yo, what to do though? That was a good ass night. What to do, baby? I'm just saying, me and Molly, the game I was spinning. I was like, if someone don't take me home tonight, I'm gonna take myself home, which I did. Ah, bro, Molly will give niggas the most confidence they ever had. Yo, just like God will. After I was like, after I came back home and I was like contemplating life or whatever, right? I was like, I wonder what it would have been like if I went on my date on Molly with twin. Oh, you would have been a different nigga. You would have been a whole different nigga. Listen, so like the real version, so like the version of me that presented the world is like this, like stoic. Yeah, it's just like I feel like what, stoic is the perfect word for me. Yeah, it's like this, like very like PC try to be PC version of me, right? But the real me, the behind the door is me, I'm like, I'm not trying to get canceled, right? 
But Molly, I was riding that fine line of like, the line Gianna be on, you know, the line of like, <laughs> this nigga just said some problematic shit. But I'm wet as fuck right now. Yeah. That's the line I was riding. Yeah, that's where I live, nigga. Looks good. Oh, man. You feel me? Listen, when I'm on Molly, I say fuck that line. I'm but, all about, I'm gonna get in your face. <laughs> I'm gonna ask for consent first, and I'll be like, oh, for sure. Good. Yeah, and I felt like, my inner fuck nigga that I thought, like, I got exercised years ago, he came back for a hot second. Like, I was fighting my inner demons. <laughs> Speaking of religion, it's like, it's like, my mom's told me no. But my, my body. body. Wait, was that R. Kelly? My that body. Kelly? Oh, shit. I have two R. Kelly references today. Okay, that's <laughs> two R. Kelly references per episode. That's it. That's it. Hey, wait. But we always gotta we always gotta end the R. Kelly references with fuck that. Fuck nigga. that nigga. Fuck that nigga. Hope he rots you know, in jail. You know what I'm saying? You know Jay Z has a one line about how Actually I take that back because I'm a prison abolitionist. Oh, for I hope sure. he finds a suitable punishment for his actions. You know how Jay Z has a one line about um y'all kill X but you let Zimmerman live. That's what I feel about R. Kelly. Like, why is that nigga still alive? You know? Because black women love him. Oh no, they do. Like Black women in Chicago specifically love him. <laughs> hey, you want Chicago- my daughter? You want my daughter? Go ahead. Go ahead. Have me next to you. I'm too Listen, old. Okay, I have another one for you. I'm going to preface this joke by saying I love my Chicago women, right? I don't. Y'all decent. Nah, fuck all of them. But like Chicago women would love R. Kelly. That's all I'm saying. I feel like everybody, I will say I have at least one friend Felicia. that has invited me to R. Kelly parties. What, what is an R. Kelly party? How old were like, you at the time? I was, I was, I what mean, is an R. Kelly party? Like at his house? At, at his house, at his studio. Are you at your There's always, no. How old were you? Are you at an R. Kelly party? I was, what do you want to He's an ominous. You're too old. That's what I'm saying. That's how your story's framed, because you're too old. You're too old. Every girl has one. No, my friend is older than me, and she was like, yo. I kind of don't, don't like no 23-year-old. At his house? At his house. Then they got a house? You know, I thought it was Did y'all watch the series, though? Oh, for sure. What series? You the know that he had, had the girls that he had No, because I never think it's friends. I don't even know And he had trash. all kinds of other people at his house. It's on Netflix him, now. Not even just his entourage, but, like, other fair, girls. Fair. So it's like... So he was going to use you as a trafficker? And she'd be like, hey, if you pay not me. me. <laughs> no, no, no. We can't put her like that. We can't put her like that. No, 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 no. We, we, we're not hey, exposing niggas, her like if, that. If y'all, uh, if y'all make some good beats, I got hella bread. Hit oh. Wow. Talking about things, I'll edit out. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I have the power. No, you gotta leave us in there. With, with the talking about things, I'll edit out. I gotta leave all of it in there. She was like, like I got the power. Oh man! Oh my God! Where were we? How did we get yeah, to all these other places? Were? There are so many talk, thoughts. I said talks. I said, I like thoughts. Talk we did a talk. Thoughts for thoughts. Where we just like spill out that random shit we did. Thoughts for thoughts. Where you shout out all of you. <laughs> my thoughty thoughts, nigga. Damn. Oh. Wow. Man, oh, here. give me some of that good shit. I'm gonna make some shit happen. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, hey, listen. <laughs> One day, I'm going to DJ a set off Molly, and I'm very curious to pass listen, how that's going to go. Listen, I know. I feel like that'll be my most fire set ever. <laughs> we got some plans to talk about after this. Scheming. Right. Stay scheming. <laughs> anyway, so let's, 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 what time is it? We got a few more minutes. Um, there's also something I want to talk about in the album. 
as far as like Kanye's authenticity, and something that I have to bring up because you know I love Kanye. I love that Kanye was still the traditional I'm gonna fight for my niggas Kanye, even on a gospel album. Like he had multiple bars about 13th Amendment, three strikes. There was one bar that he had in On God where he said, um, went from one and four to one and three. Like even a gospel album talking about like black men going to prison. He's still like referencing these traditional Kanye themes even in his gospel album, and I love that. Definitely want to talk about that. Just want to shout that out for a lot of people who Mario doesn't listen to lyrics. Um, I wanted to talk about the fact that this content. There's some of the people listen to the lyrics after this nigga said, "What he said." You can't. Don't talk. Don't listen to close. Just skip close on Sunday. Close on Sunday. Just skip close on Sunday. Just You're skip my it. Just skip it. Just skip my it. My thing is listen, the separation wait, wait. of church and state is what I think. Like. When you think of that concept... Wait, can I pause it for a second? Yes. Sorry. I'm going to play this scenario for you, right? Let's say you're in the club. You're having a good time with your girls. You see you're a, fi- you see a fine-ass nigga in the corner, right? You give him the eye. You give him the eye, right? He comes over. Y'all start dancing. He whispers in your ear. He's like, closed on Sunday. You're my Chick-fil-A. Number one. With lemonade. What do you do at that point? Leave. <laughs> exactly. Security. Security. Listen, I told you. That's I know the, you're a prison. Ab- that's the one time I know I you're a prison you. abolitionist, but that line alone, send that nigga, put that nigga behind bars. That's I do want to say, as you mentioned those points, though, the reason I bring up separation of church and state is that I feel like with this album, having not listened to it again, but I feel like with this album, Kanye wants you to take all of these points without thinking of his political. Like, all of his political perspectives that he's put out there, he just wants you to think, oh, no, well, this is me as Kanye the artist, as Kanye the preacher now, uh, saying, believe this of me. And not not any of all of this other shit I've I've said about slaves being able to walk away and, like, all kind of other problematic shit. That's something I've I've been curious about, because... Jan is pro-black. At least I think it's pro-black. I hate all niggas. Bro. How does he... Anybody that's skin is darker than a brown paper bag, other niggas are going to die. Jan is just mad because his girl got a dark-ass nigga right now. Is he dark? Is he black? Bro, that big lip, Bill Huxtable-looking-ass nigga, bro. I hope that nigga trip on the car and make it by a car, nigga. Nah, that was a lot. That was a lot. That was a lot. That was a lot. He, he probably don't got health insurance, so don't worry. He probably don't, broke-ass nigga, bro. <laughs> I told her about what oh happened today. Oh my god. I gotta stop myself. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> Pussy be having niggas like. <laughs> Listen, I don't even know what we were talking about, but that tangent I just went on was a lot. It was a lot. If y'all couldn't tell, I've had more than a few drinks tonight. Um, I haven't even finished my one drink. I'm having a great time. I'll finish yours for you. No, no, no. I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish it. I'll take because, you know, I don't wanna knock off the rest of you. That's a little sip of the scowl, but I'm not gonna straight. You know what? Honestly, fuck it. That's where we are tonight. <laughs> this is where we are tonight, y'all. Don't forget, you gotta drive. We don't, we don't come on drinking and driving. I haven't, I've drank nothing but water. I've been, what's up, drinking? Now I'm driving. That's another kind of I've been drinking. Why? <laughs> oh, now you're thinking of Beyonce. Beyonce. Hey, fuck that bitch too. Whoa. Stop. I'm trying to anger everyone. For that, you're just literally like the sound effect. Devil's advocate. I'm trying to make everyone. The sound effect for that was like 
Just like a record scratch, like. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. So I'm putting in like the audience sign, like, oh. oh. <laughs> There's also something I want to talk about. Um, I think this episode is going to do numbers. The, the, hopefully it does, nigga. This shit, I've been pouring my heart out and I've been real frustrated. Imagine if, like, I've been someone able to troll like I wanted to. I'm talking about my trolling in. Imagine if someone listens to this episode and they're like, I'm going to let that nigga, I'm going to put my pussy on the sideburns. I'm be like, yes, this podcast is done. What this nigga is doing, he can die now. Hey, this nigga Mario yeah. loves eating pussy, so if you want to eat your pussy, hit him Ooh, up. That Mario A. Mace on Instagram, he's a photographer, so he take a picture of you. Like, yo, fire nudes, he'll be some fire fucking nudes if you want I'm not going to lie. At least once in my life. Never mind, I'm not going to ask for He's trying to take some new pictures of the bitch and then fuck her and then make a sex tape. I mean, I feel, I feel like I make a decent fire sex tape, I'm not going to lie. Listen. <sighs> I'm a Donald Tinder again tonight. Hey, hey, twin, if you're the Mario, you know what I'm saying? He'll give you a great time. Yo, next time, listen to this master plan, right? Because every time this nigga got a set, they show up, right? They do show up every time. Guess what? Every time. I'm going to do some Molly. I'm going to show up. I'm going to just be on the most nigger shit ever. Listen, I'm. My full nigger, not nigga, nigger hasn't come out in a while. Nigger! What's really good, nigga? You know that one trick? He's on my, on my worst behavior. Ow. I'm going to be on my most niggerish behavior. Oh, my worst behavior. Worst? Sometimes I'm like, I wish I could present like the niggerish me so people can be like, damn. Hey, get off that mind. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's just your eye. That's your eye, bro. Can we talk about how, like, when we went to do Molly in the bathroom, like, no one even batted an eye? Like, bro, no one batted an eye. Like, that okay. shit was normal. So, 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 for fans. Don't tell context, them where we went. We're not going to tell them where we yeah. went. So, for context, um, because we've talked about this a lot, Mario, for the first, for the second time, first real time, has experienced Molly in his life. Um, we went to a cool party at this very exclusive, like, a place they had a really Cause you know fire how we do. Event. You know what I'm saying? It was fire, but the bathrooms were like in trailers outside because the was in a warehouse. Yeah. So we went into this like cramped ass bathroom. Hell, niggas in there. We just go to the sink and just start taking fucking volley. And niggas look at us and then just look back at what they're doing. Just like fuck it. Yeah. And it, like no one said anything. No one better than I. We just walk right out and continue the roll. And it was a great time. Yo, can we even play that play of that whole night? No. No. Sure. After the episode's over. After the episode's over, because. Some some people might listen to this episode in the future and be like, "Damn, yeah, that's me." Hey, what's her name? Said, uh, Miss. I painted my whole face. Oh, nigga, shut the fuck up. To where niggas can't shut see that I look good. I really look good. Hey, no, look, you. I'm not gonna say your name on the podcast, but you are beautiful. Hit up, hit up my nigga Mario. Listen, because you look fantastic. I'm a ho- I'm hoping that shit's a open relationship type shit. It doesn't matter. You know what? You know what I say. You know what I say. Don't let your boyfriend you, stop you from finding. Don't let your boyfriend stop you from finding the love of your life. This is totally unrelated to the album, but I want to talk about this in a future podcast. I just can't, can't figure out where to fit it. Why is it that like I call this the Pocahontas syndrome, right? Why is That's that racist? Fair. I'm referencing a Disney movie, but fair. I'm I want to say. I'm but like, check this out. Why is it that the most like radical? Anti-establishment, fuck the police, 
pro-black people, they've been very on social media. I'm like, there's no way dating anyone that's not black. I find out in real life. Dear white people. Uh, Let's not talk about Solange. So many, <laughs> are we talking about Solange? We are not going to talk about Solange. Beyonce's sister? Wait, wait. If we talk about Solange. We, we, we also wait. know the white guy that was pictured with her is her manager. If so. we talk about Daisy, you got to talk about, I'm sorry. If we talk about Kanye, you got to talk about Daisy, talk about Daisy, you got to talk about Solange. So we just like run about Solange. And, mm, we still got to get back to Kanye, but we're not talking about Solange I mean, and her divorce. Honestly, and wait, wait, wait. Speculation. Wait, wait, no. So listen, with Solange, I'm proud of her because she embodied my motto. Which is don't let your husband find um, the love of your life. That is matter, but a husband is not. <laughs> I elevated it. I elevated it. <laughs> you know who else I embodied that motto? Swiss Beats. Wow. Swiss Beats really did though too. Hey, him and Alicia Keys living their best life. Someone, someone here, and it's not me or Johnny. Thinks that Alicia Keys is a stud. So I'm about. To... You think Alicia Keys is a stud, Shelby? Yes. She thinks Alicia keeps me wearing strap ons and shit. Yeah, honestly, I can see her pegging Swiss beats. <laughs> I can see that. Hey, I can see that. Equal opportunity around here. Alicia Keys has had. I'm not talking about a gospel. I'm talking about niggas getting pegged. I'm not lying. Strong lesbian. If someone was bad enough, I let them peg me. Like Jordan, Jordan Woods, Georgia Smith. I, I, I had to be married with kids before. Nah. I'm like, if, so I, Jordan, I got, I got, I got to be real comfortable because, <laughs> like, right now my booty hole is comfortable. <laughs> I'm Listen, not going to nobody near my booty hole. Let's say George just Smith comes in. She's like, yo, Gianni, let me pay you. you no, I'm like, let me fuck first. <laughs> and then you're going to dip in the middle of my life. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I think that brings up another conversation. How do y'all feel about Kanye and what he said as far as, like, he doesn't want people to have premarital sex and then they're recording the album? That, if, I, if, I wasn't, if I wasn't done with this album before... Well, I heard that. Listen, this is my whole life goal is to like work on the album with Kanye. And then this nigga told me, no, not November, but like all summer. Nigga, I've heard a hot girl. You just told me to not have sex during a hot girl summer. Literally, Kim linked twice. Listen, I'm giving it two years. Kim is going to divorce Kanye. I feel it. It's coming. I feel like it would take her a year of meeting with divorce lawyers to actually make it a thing. Why do you think she's going to law school right now? Why do you think she's in law school? Um, so, Kim, shout out to you, um, wishing you all the best. We do love boss bitches making boss moves, you feel me? We do. Listen, I'm always looking shout for out, to take care what of did, What did, what did, shout out to all my boss bitches, wife and niggas. Ooh. What, that was a drink? Yes. Yeah, shout out to all my boss bitches, wife and niggas. Make sure to hit them with a prenup. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, I got You said that with a little, too much, sure. vo- too much bass wait, wait, in your voice. Hey, Shelby, I want to get you with a prenup by her name. <laughs> right. Listen. She, 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 she don't have a nigga. She, she don't got a nigga. She got a wigger. The, the wigger! Shelby loves the comethazine ass producers. She gonna delete this. She gonna delete this. She like the niggas that take hella zans, you know what I'm saying? Leaned out, but be leaning into the pussy. I'm gonna justify this for you, right? She's going to do the Serena Williams thing. Serena Williams dated niggas her whole life. That didn't work out. So what she do? She gonna find herself some rich. She got pregnant. Ain't got that nigga. Hey. Look, Shelby looking at us all. She's like, yeah, No lie, though. I'm not trying to get trapped out here, you know? No lie, though. So. So, so <laughs> the Williams, her man, he's like, he writes for her. Was like. it Alexis Ohanian? Yeah, yeah. Alexis? He writes for her. Did he you really see what does. he did at the, really with Shia Pope? I was like, that that that's the most Reddit-ass shit ever, though. That nigga's hard. 
You know, speaking of also, Serena Williams, black men love getting with black women and wiping them up, and we're just like black women. We just supposed to act like that's not like a total thing. So like, black men love even with black women. Yeah, you just are black. Black. I do love even with black women. So. No, black men like. Wife and no. oh, white women. You no, you said black women. You said black women. We have notes. He said black men love black women. That's it. Nope. I'm saying Ain't no microphone. Ain't no microphone. Black men love black women. You know what I meant. Case in point. You know what I'm saying. Me and Mario were probably no Mario like his family. No, no. All I'm saying is, in my whole life, I've only ever been in two real relationships, and they were both black women. That's all I'm saying. No, because the shorty that loved you and loved you, she was black. No, she was Latin, but we didn't date though. No, but you like. We didn't know that. That's just something. Yo. You know how, like, sometimes when she closes on Sunday, she got Chick fil A. Remember one lemonade. Look, you know how, like, sometimes, um, (laughs) you know how sometimes people be digmatized? (laughs) That's how I was. I was like, you got hit with the, what what is the, what's the equivalent? Digmatized. Kind of come with a a catchy, hmm, hmm. Mm. That's the sound I'll be. Yeah, that's it. Ah! Hey, next episode I'm gonna come back with some equivalents there because I can't think of none. I'm thinking about like different names for pussy. You got the coochie, you got the snatch, you got the snatch. I mean, I was snatched. Mm. I was snatched. That's for sure. You were but, snatched. Um, that's, that's, mm, snatch means a lot of things. Yeah, many things. Yeah, um, sounds like. Anyway, more of the story is. You got boxed in, nigga. Ah, there we go. There we go. I knew I was gonna figure it out eventually. Um, niggers. Nigger, 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 nigger. Speaking of niggers. Speaking of niggers. Kanye West. Speaking about Kanye's worst song, which is "Close on Sunday," I will admit that was the worst song. "Close on Sunday" was a pretty bad song. There's a lot of heat going on about Popeyes and Chick Fil A. I want to say, I stopped eating up Chick-fil-A a long time ago once I found out they were homophobic. So. That nigga is hella anti-gay. Oh, for so sure. I like... What, when I was problematic... The fun is, you know what I'm saying, not on the door handles of Chick-fil-A, so niggas like have to touch my scene when they walk in. You know what I'm saying? You know what blew my mind? <laughs> Why not? So, we first found out that Chick-fil-A was like hella homophobic in 2012. What do niggas do? They go buy Chick-fil-A and kiss in Chick-fil-A. I'm like, you're still giving them your money. So then I, me being ignorant, you know, this is probably my most popular tweet ever, deleted now. I was like, he who controls the chicken controls the people. <laughs> and Popeye's is, niggas out here killing. Hey, reference yeah, I know. What was it? Like fried chicken flu or some shit like that? Mm-hmm. Yo, the fact that Boondocks is becoming like real life, that shit's like. Boondocks in a sense predict the future. R.I.P. It's coming back. Hey, chill, R. bro. R. I just got real sad about that. I forgot that granddad died. That's just sad as hell. R.I.P. to John Witherspoon. He was everybody's pops, a.k.a. granddad, a.k.a. realest nigga alive. Because when you get whipped, you flip it, and you whip the pussy, nigga. That's what you got to do, according to John Witherspoon, nigga. While we're talking about black people and inserting white men into black people's conversations, right? Today I was listening to Mac Miller, and that shit made me sad. Here's my thing, like... Here's the thing, like, whenever in the past when people get upset about celebrities dying, I was like, what the fuck, I don't give a fuck. But when Matt Miller died, bro? I felt nothing. Nah, I felt everything. Like, you know how niggas felt about Nipsey Hussle? That's how I felt about Matt Miller. But that's because, like, when I graduated, like, high school, 
the senior skip day and like Kool Aid frozen pizza. That was my like, I don't know. When I was Matt Miller, I get sad as fuck. If Kanye dies soon, I'll feel. I'll understand your feeling. I've only thought that about Michael Jackson. It just got so dark. So you know, like, if Kanye nowadays, no, like, cause like, like you never know him. I can, I can say that like Kanye, and this is my bias being talking about this album too. Kanye changed my life and changed my my way of view music. Changed so much about like influenced so much of who I am. Validated so much of who I am as like a very outspoken, many times outspoken. Many nigga. times, rash, brash, gosh darn, I get some ass ass nigga. That's not like a Kanye bar right there. I get some ass ass bar nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you never get pussy the rest of 2019, nigga. I mean, uh, that's only two months, so it'll probably be fine. I hope, I, hope you, I hope you drive for the rest of the year. No, no, no. I, I hope 2020 is just a year full of trash, white, loose skin pussy, nigga. Why would you do that now? <laughs> Damn. Damn. That's what I wish upon you, nigga. All right, let's let's we we, we talking about last year. Let's get. I want to get to the breakdown of the album since we're obviously not going to agree about this shit. I'll I'll finish and say um, we're going to the ratings at the end. Finish say I really enjoyed the album. Mario really did not enjoy the album. Shelby didn't listen. I loved it. What do you rate it? I'll put it on blast many times. Number. It's hard to rate it because I put gospel albums different category than normal albums. Sure. Um. What's the gospel rating and what's the regular rating? Gospel rating, I can say I've never listened to a gospel album all the way through. This is the first gospel album that I have listened all the way through. Normally, I'll like pick and choose my songs and like say fuck it. This is Here's what I do. All the way through. Take every song, rate it as its own gospel song, and then average that. That's too much work. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to say out of all the things that we've done, I'm going to put it's above Summer Walker for sure. Um, it's not... As good as Mahalia and Daniel Caesar, though. If that puts things in perspective. Sure. So, like, I'll still rather listen to Daniel Caesar, but that's just, like, for music in general, for its intent, for its purpose as a gospel album, this album made me open to go to church again. Like, all things considered. Like, so, as a gospel album, it's fire. I'm rating this a 9. Crazy. I'm rating, like, a 90. I think it's a fire gospel album. I think it's... And so one of my notes I wrote, this album will revitalize youth churches and youth choirs across the country. Don't go my reading. If, no, let me, if people are smart in youth churches, in churches like the ones I went to, they will take these songs and flip them into the most perfect things ever. The one criticism I had with the album outside of like Closing Sundays. Everything sounded like a is, demo. No, is that it was too short. I guess the same. I guess it's similar. The demos are very short. Everything was really short. What it needed was more instrumentation. That's what gospel albums are known for. So churches, when you flip this and make this into your own works, extend the song by half. And half, of it be, over here. Half, half of it be instrumental breaks, half people doing runs, crazy shit. And I think he left it open for people to do those different things. So every hour is going to go hard in fucking church. What are the songs going to go hard? Um, God is... Is gonna go hard in somebody's church, like the instrumentation, everything. Like this album will re should revitalize youth churches across the fucking country, and I love that for its purpose. So as a gospel album, again, I'm rating it 90 out of 100. As a regular album, I'll probably give it 
like an 82. I feel like that's like I like it. I like it a lot. Is it better than my Holly of Daniel Caesar? Probably no. Um, is it better? Would I listen to it before Summer Walker? Yes, every single day. Would I listen to it before Diaspora? Actually, probably, yeah, before Diaspora. I probably gave Diaspora a higher rating, actually. I don't know what the fuck my rating, rating scale is. Um, and my other. My other plus that I have to talk about, there's no way I can't talk about this. The fucking Kenny G feature is the most fire thing I've ever heard in my life. This nigga had Kenny G on the song and gave him like a good 30 second, 45 second saxophone break. I'm sorry, clarinet break, excuse me. So just be Kenny G and that shit was amazing. I'm going to give you my rating. I don't care. I don't, I'm walking Show out. Show me. Pull out your calculator. I'm gonna need to calculate this for me right now. I listen. Everybody, so Johnny, turn the podcast off right now. Johnny <laughs> gave this album an 82, right? So put an 82 on your phone. Divide that by 3.5. Wow. What's that? What's that? What's that? Give you 23.4. That's the one I'm giving it out of 100. What's the significance of these? You're a hater. I was going to give it a 20, so I'm surprised it came out a 23.4. Why did you say three and a half? Like, why did you divide by three and a half? Was there some... I just knew I'd give it a three and a half. I don't know. Three and a half or a Father, ton, son, Holy Ghost. I... Then Kanye. Hey. <laughs> also, speaking of, this nigga killed me on hands-on. He called himself Yeshua. Although that's just hilarious. He he can never get away from who he is. <laughs> this nigga's called himself Yeshua. Is that like, like sacrilegious yes. to be out here comparing yourself to biblical figures? No, I don't think so. Honestly, because we all want we all should strive to be godlike. So why would it be? So you tell me when you when you're in the church as a kid, if we're around calling yourself Jesus, when you're in the church as a kid, you're going around calling yourself Jesus. What what's about to happen to you? Nigga, I used to call myself Black Jesus growing up. <laughs> So, you're talking to the wrong nigga, bro. You're talking to the wrong nigga. Fair, fair. We're just hyping up Durag Jesus Valid. a couple weeks ago. Facts. You know what I've been what like? I need to do right Jesus again. I got to do right all right now. Exactly. I need to grow my hair out so I can, like, wear a Durag. One of my goals for 2020. Never it's mind. It's to have hair. Have no. a bitch stroke your shit while she lay on top of you. I just want to. That shit feels great. When you like laying in the grid in the shorty, you like laugh or something, like, you just like brush your waves down. Ooh, nigga! Ain't no I feel like 2020, I'm planning to be very niggerish, right? I'm trying to be like. You're gonna fuck white bitches, so it's gonna be right on, right on target. I mean, I'm trying to be balls deep. I'd have my. And some pink coochie. All imagine coochie this. Though. I got it's my fan blowing. I got my door flat. It's a hot dog water pussy. Imagine. <laughs> 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 Long story short, I'm just trying to be balls deep with my Durag flag just flowing in the wind. Dude, this is uncomfortable. And I just look up at those stars and I'm like... No, it's so uncomfortable, dude. Like, cause, how like, do you do it? You, you think wind? it's cool, but then like, when it like, sm- starts smacking you in the face and it's like, damn. How heavy is your Durag that's like smacking you in the face? <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got some thick Durags. So I got like, I got, like tuck it in the back because like, I don't want to just be like draping down. I think it's uncomfortable. No, nah, that's just not my story. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Nah, bro, I gotta tuck my shit in. There's so there's this one white since we're talking about this. There's this one girl who's white who like I will fuck. You know what I'm saying? She look good. She got a crazy body. She like good energy. I'm like, all right, you like you fuck with niggas like a bunch of all your friends black cool. Like, all right, I fuck with you. Until one day she was like, yeah, I was fucking with this guy and like he was fucking me with a do rag on. And I was like, 
Why, why is that noteworthy? Like, bitch, what do you mean? And I was like, oh, you are white, aren't you? I mean, and everyone deported. You know what? That just reminds me of remember that scene in particular where she's like, but the what was his name? The Aquarius could go for like two rounds. You know, you know the scene I'm talking about. Right? I have no idea what you're talking about. So insecure. I love insecure. Remember the scene where Lawrence gets picked up by those two girls? Oh, yeah, no, 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 yeah. I feel like one of them, she's like, the other one's ready to go. He's like, I need some. She's like, but Jamal, the Aquarius, I'm just making names up. Some random nigger names? Yeah, some random nigger names. That show was funny. That was the best episode. That, that was, was like funny. Lawrence's view <laughs> and his whole face. Oh, uh, man. That show was hella uncomfortable. I can't wait for him to come back. But at the uh, same time, I would love to be objective. On that note, <laughs> I'm kidding. I love my black queens. This has been the Trouble Room. Um, it's your boy, DJ Scotty Suhati. If you're DJ. needing to do some spring cleaning and get your guts rearranged, um, slide on my DMs. It's open until November 17th. If you want to be stressed out, but also orgasm, <laughs> slide in my DMs. Snapchat is for if you want a $800 deductible for your health insurance, set me up, um, Rude Boy Mari. If you want a nigga to come in and eat all your food and smoke all your weed and drink all your liquor, but not on your face when he leaves, hit me up at uh, Samurai Black. If you're trying to tell your friends he had some Jamaican dick and that shit was bomb as fuck, hit me up, uh, Rude Boy Mari on Twitter. If you want to find out if I'm mixed or full black, hit me up. And I'm just going to say, wait, no, we're done. No, no. We're done. I got, I got my final note. If at any point uh, during this recording, during this podcast, you've ever wondered what that mouth do, slide on my DMs, uh, Ruben Murray on Twitter. This nigga is half Asian. That's what he makes me. We're done, we're done, we're done. Now we're not stereotype. Asian got big dick too, I guess.